Welcome to the Veritas Equipping Podcast, a podcast designed to provide insight, resources, and biblical wisdom. Our mission as Veritas Church is raise up mature disciples, send out everyday missionaries, glorify God. Join us as we pursue Jesus to become mature disciples and effective disciple makers for God's glory. Veritas, welcome back to our Equipping Podcast. We're in the middle of a series on parenting and we have a special one today. This is week four, I believe, in our parenting series, and we're here with Garrett and Carly Hufford. Um, Garrett is one of our elders. Garrett and Carly have been a part of this church since its conception, serving in a variety of ways, um, and we're here with a kind of a fun, can I say fun topic? Yeah. I, yeah. It's, a, it's definitely a topic that's controversial and needs to be talked about. We're going to talk about discipline when it comes to parenting. So we'll get into that a little bit, but first guys, why don't you just tell us a little bit about your family? Okay. Um, we have 10 kids ranging from almost 13 down to one. So 13 yeah. to one. So you, you are entering the teen years. Yep. We are. And you got a one year old and the gamut in between. Yes. So you are in the thick of the Yep, we're never parenting. ever fully out of a season. No, no, <laughs> not yet. You just get hit with a you just get hit with a new a new one every time somebody turns a birthday. You're like, oh, okay, well, yep. somebody just replaced them. <laughs> so, so you guys have been uh, in seasons or situations where it's not like, oh, if I could go back and we had another four year old, we would do it different. It's like you got another four year old, so it's like you've mm-hmm. learned a lot as you've gone. So yeah. what kind of lessons? Have you learned in parenting, or are you currently learning in parenting? I think uh, one of the ones that has really stuck with me um, from Paul David Tripp in his parenting book talks a lot about uh, your job as a parent being an ambassador for, like, ambassador in your, like, whatever area you're in. Um, And he likens that to if you're an ambassador to another country, your allegiance and your citizenship is somewhere else. So your interests are that of the king or president of the country that sent you, right? And so I think looking at our home, not as my kingdom, um, but as like part of God's kingdom, Mm. (laughs) and I'm just a steward of it, I think is a helpful thing. We can easily, and I mean, God knows I fail in this, um, thinking like, hey, my home is... Like my, my kingdom, mm-hmm. it runs the way I want it, and like anything out of step of that can kind of, can you know, oh, for it's sure. not handled well. <laughs> That's interesting you bring that up. I'm in the middle of trying to write an article uh, right now called Parenting as Stewardship and mm. just how that changes our perspective. You also referenced a book. Uh, as we talk through these parenting conversations in the series, maybe you're like, I need more resources. Uh, soon in our resource center, there'll be the Paul David Tripp book called Parenting which Garrett just referenced, which yep. is a tremendous resource. Yeah, if you're ready to, if you're, it's not, you know, you, you open a book like that and you're like, oh, it's about parenting. And you're like, no, it's all about my own heart. <laughs> and uh, if you want to get wrecked uh, in your own heart uh, on the ways that you let anger control you or whatever, then. Great endorsement. If you want to get wrecked, like, eh, nah. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Uh, uh, super watch. helpful. Let's it's go super Netflix. Helpful. <laughs> what other lessons do you guys feel like you've, learned or are learning um one that i've learned over and over again is don't get cocky um because <laughs> the lord has a way of humbling you 
real fast. Yeah. Um, and then also, I'd say like right now we're just in a hard season of parenting and just even mm-hmm. remembering like all children are a blessing, mm-hmm. um, even the hard ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. yeah. And I think that that's just been a good reminder and an ever-present prayer. So. You yeah. said don't get cocky. It's yeah. so easy. It's like that, you know, that family that has one kid and they're looking at you like, it's not hard guys. What's your problem? And then they have two kids and they're like, I'm sorry. You know, or they have three <laughs> yeah. kids. Like I thought I knew I didn't like, it's, it's a, it's a tough job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We can always uh, look from a distance and make judgments. Um, it's easy to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and that, to that point, I think children are a blessing and not a burden. I do feel like in our, in our culture, um, children sometimes tend to, get placed in a, in that burden category. Mm. It's like, Hey, you've got them for 18 years and then thank God when they leave as opposed to like, Hey, these are, this is a blessing from the Lord. And that doesn't always mean that they're going to be, that they're going to be wonderful, yeah. but they're for your flourishing. They're for your good and they're for God's glory. Oh. And so, <laughs> and sometimes I think the making the dichotomy of they're not a burden, they're a blessing and be like, well, they're both. <laughs> and it's like they're, they're a blessing and they're uh they change your life they're mm-hmm. an inconvenience they infringe on your freedom and, mm-hmm. and in a lot of ways um i was thinking one other as i was kind of thinking through these questions we were going to walk through um i think there is a sense too like we don't need to give our kids everything that they want our our job is to give them everything they need mm. and just thinking through that i said you don't need um, an extraordinary life uh, to have extraordinary kids. You need an extraordinary God. Mm. You need an extraordinary God. And that sense of, um, I, I think there's a, a sense of like, I need to be able to give my kids every opportunity, everything in this world, um, when it's like, hey, the only thing they need is God. Because yeah. I feel like it, it, you think like, oh, I can't really parent well unless like, I have all the money to be able to do these X, mm-hmm. Y, and Z or all the opportunities to do X, Y, and Z. When it's like, hey, you've been given everything you need for life and godliness and just because you're a Christian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. And it's it's a good in our nature that we want to provide for our kids because mm-hmm. all they need is God and fed and clothed and disciplined, like all these things mm-hmm. and raising a child. Um, but the experiences we want to give them, I feel like um, parents connecting this to what it means to love their kids really want them to be experientially rich Mm. so my kids are going to be in karate and they're going to be in sports and they're going to do the math club and they're going to go to this vacation and they're going to go on this vacation and i want to give my kids the most experiences i possibly can but they're very relationally poor so it's kind of like what are you valuing if you just kind of shove your kid in a lot of different things and you think this is how i'm giving them the best upbringing but it's like you don't have lasting relationships in their life. Mm-hmm. They're, mm-hmm. They don't know anybody deeply. They're not plugged into the local church or have that kind of community. So it's kind of what we value and what we're giving to. Are you giving your kids a relationship with God, a relationship in community, or is it karate yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. or soccer? or like? And it's not always an either or, but they can end up competing. Yeah. So let's get into it. Let's, uh, let's jump right into the, the fun Non-controversial <laughs> topic of discipline. Um, first off, let me just ask, why do you guys think this is a controversial topic? I think as a mom, you are just, you walk out into the world and you're just judged. 
you're you're judged if you do you're judged if you don't i'd use other words <laughs> if i could um but yeah so even like just a simple trip to the store if your kid's having a bad day and you're like i have to go through the store um you're judged because your kid's having a bad day and what you do as a parent um yeah even just that like small little aspect of it mm-hmm. you just feel feel judged by everyone. I think also um, uh, there's a misunderstanding of what our role is as parents, as like authority figures in our kids' lives versus their friend. Mm. Um, and I think when you're, you're, when you're a friend, you're like there's a, there's a different sense of like how I relate to you versus if I'm like your God-given authority. And that again, authority can be abused but authority is not bad, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Especially for a child who doesn't know and doesn't know anything, doesn't know their own way, doesn't know boundaries. Like you're given to your children in order to help them see boundaries. And I, I think even um, there's a lot of good things that God has given us. And I think you've used the analogy of like fire in like a in like a fireplace or in a fire pit versus like in a forest, mm-hmm. right? There's that sense of I one of my jobs is to like help them understand the boundaries that God has set for us. And like, that is discipline. Mm. And you helped me kind of understand like the difference uh, between like discipline and punishment. Right. So I think we only associate the punishment piece Mm. of it versus discipline actually like encompasses your family values, like how you like functionally like uh, show people in your home. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's for your good. Yeah. Yeah. Where a punishment might be more retaliation mm-hmm. than instruction or correction, uh, for sure. You guys, you mentioned going to the store. Like, I f- just stories are coming to my mind. Like, we could do a whole other podcast of just <laughs> oh, like yes. discipline adventures oh. with our kids. Um, but <laughs> we <laughs> we've been there. Um, so let me jump into some of the controversy. Do you spank now? And did were you spanked as a child? Yes and yes. Yes and yes. So your experience of that kind of discipline didn't turn you off to then carrying it out to your kids. Mm-mm. I felt like it was a good tool for the time that it was used. It wasn't mm-hmm. like I wasn't 18 getting spanked by my dad. You know, it was no. very, and I can remember the times that I, uh, some of the times that I got spanked and I deserved mm. to be spanked mm. and I knew like that my dad or my mom, they, they still loved me. Um, and that it was for Mm. like my good. And I knew when I was doing what I was doing too, that I was probably going to get spanked. Mm. Why do you think the topic of, cause so many people in previous generations are like, well, yeah, of, of course. Like, why do you think it's a controversial topic now? I do think that there is a sense of it's been abused, mm-hmm. right? So and seen abuses of. Yeah. And so then you kind of like throw the baby out with the bathwater, mm-hmm. right? Because I would lump, I think we only focus on spanking so often, but I would lump it all in with just like physical discipline, mm-hmm. right? So like in the, in the store, one of the things that Carly well, and, and I, I do, would like, even say, though, yeah. go as far as to say like screaming at your kids, you mm-hmm. know? Right. Like, but like that, verbal abuse, physical abuse. Yes, the, so yeah. the baby gets thrown out with the bathwater. Mm-hmm. And studies that I've seen 
they do lump that in spanking is in a loving way is in the same category as the dad who comes home drunk and hits his kid. Like, so they don't really specify the differences of the loving instruction mm-hmm. layout yeah. in, in yep. spanking. Because even like we talk about going to the store, like we pinch our kids. So like on like the, like on their thigh. Right. right. So I'm, I'm not going to like take them out of the cart and like just start <laughs> like spanking them there. Cause I also like one of the things with spanking is I, I always try to, Hey, it's always followed up with like with discussion. Yeah. Right. It's always followed up with something. It's not only, it's like not on an Island by itself, yeah. but also like slapping their hand or flicking their mouth or like mm-hmm. those kind of things where for like really young kids, they, it is a formative piece. Like they need, they can only understand like those physical yeah. things. So it's interesting. One of the controversies you talked earlier about just feeling judged, like even when we start to talk about, okay, the practical levels of how mm-hmm. we discipline when we're in the store, when we're at home, there's this social threat of like, is somebody going to think that I'm abusing my kids? Does somebody think that I'm not going to, I don't love my kids. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you get into the scripture and it's like, those who spare the rod hate their children. Mm. So it's like, it is a loving that God disciplines those he loves. So it, it's that like, how am I going to be judged by this mm-hmm. or what's the society going to perceive? Yeah. I, I just always think of uh, like Psalm 23. It says like your rod and your staff comfort me. Mm-hmm. And just that like thinking of myself as a sheep. <laughs> right? <Sometimes> you, yeah. <laughs> you just like, sometimes yeah. you kind of need to whacked on the head yeah. and, and sometimes you need to be dragged. Right. Yes. Like there's like both, both ends of it. <laughs> so. so in scripture, we do one thing that I feel like you can't debate is discipline is a good thing. Mm-hmm. So self-discipline is a fruit of the spirit. Um, like that should exist in our lives. Um, discipline from a parent. Uh, we, we referenced there's tons of Proverbs that talk about um, the need to discipline your kids. Ephesians 6, 4, I believe, talks about fathers, you know, bring mm-hmm. up your kids in the instruction of the Lord. Um, then you have government discipline, like governments in our life to punish those who do evil, Romans 13. And then you talk about God and his discipline, that God disciplines us for our good. Hebrews 12, we just got done talking about mm-hmm. that as a church. So discipline is a good thing that's needed in our life. Um, the one about discipline for parents to kids does come with a promise um, that you have. Um, Live long life in the land. Yeah, yeah. like this is going to go well with you mm-hmm. if you do this. Mm-hmm. Um, or even in a negative sense, like if you don't discipline your kid, there's a proverb like he's going to be a disgrace to his mother. Like mm-hmm. there's a, a sense of, hey, you're, there's going to be consequences if you don't discipline. And then you also get in the Proverbs um, over and over again how the wise embrace discipline. And if you reject it, you're stupid. Mm-hmm. Is what it he says. literally says <laughs> stupid. Yeah, so, so <laughs> that's a direct quote. So discipline is a good thing that should be embraced. Um, so let's get into the practic- practical nature of this when it comes to parents disip- disciplining their mm-hmm. kids. What are some pieces of advice or instruction um, that you'd give parents today when it comes to discipline? I think, first of all, it has to be informed, especially from a Christian standpoint, it has to be informed by the gospel, uh, first and foremost. Like, that has to be front of mind. I was just writing down, like, some of my thoughts, and it's like, my job is not to create change, but to be an instrument of change in the hands of the one who can change, mm-hmm. right? So, similarly, we exercise authority as one who is under authority, mm-hmm. um, and I think just having a, a humility about my own 
self-discipline of my kids. Uh, and I think that helps. That helps with just a sense of, hey, if my worship is off, then the way that I discipline is for sure going to be off, mm. right? Because if I'm, if I'm all focused on self and my own comfort and my own like control, and then something like butts up against that in my home, like they're like, that's when like my kids like feel that feel like the wrath, right? Like yeah. it's like you butted up against my idol. Like now you get to pay the punishment versus if I'm really looking to who Christ is mm. and looking to like, I think that's where that perspective of having the gospel at the forefront that we talk about, like preaching the gospel to ourselves. You know, we've been, Carly mentioned it, we've been going through some difficult parenting things and it's like, we have to keep like, just like saying how like God's been faithful to us. How does God treat us? God doesn't keep us at arm's length. God does, you know, all these things and fear does not like, isn't a good uh, motivator uh, for change Mm. (laughs) in your kids, you know? Yeah, sure. well, and I even try to remind the kids over and over again, like, and they'll kind of breathe a sigh when I ask them. I'm like, why do, why do we discipline you? And they're like, because you love us, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but it's like I want them to know, like, I don't like get some enjoyment mm-hmm. out of like disciplining them. It's because I love them. I would prefer not to have to do it, mm. um, but it's it's necessary for them and it's necessary for me. So it can seem like one of the biggest things that get in the way of parents disciplining their kids is laziness. Like mm-hmm. follow through is harder. Mm-hmm. I don't really want to deal with this right now. I have other things going on. And I just say like, parents, you have nothing more important going on right now than raising your kids to know and love and obey Jesus. Mm-hmm. And discipline is a good thing that needs to be embraced. But it's, it's difficult. I had a long day. I just fine and do it. I don't, I'm not going to deal with it right now. And also uh, we were talking about before the podcast, but like if you say you're going to do something, do it, <laughs> like follow through e- even in the most simple things. It's like, Hey, uh, if, if this happens, like, you know, that that's, that's going to directly oh. affect this thing for a week. And you're like, I literally put reminders in my phone because otherwise I will forget. Yeah. Right. If so, you said no, no snacks before dinner and then they have a snack and your reaction is like, oh, well, you just taught them something and it was that they can disobey. <laughs> if you want to say snacks before dinner, that's fine. Then fine. But if you said it, you got to follow through. Yeah. You got to follow through. What other lessons or not less just like advice mm-hmm. when you look at parenting and implementing discipline um also it kind of goes with the laziness but don't count like (laughs) all right so this could be be like uh, a pet peeve of mine (laughs) all right so this is some parents do it some parents don't you got this idea of like delayed disobedience or delayed obedience is disobedience Uh counting other people are like all right i'm giving you five seconds to make a better decision you think about this what how do you guys view counting Um, I view counting is that they will always wait till five. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like they literally well, and then they kind of give you the, like that little like smile, like, Oh, I'm going to run and do it. You know, like, <laughs> like stop jumping on the couch. Uh, I'm going to give you to the count of five. Right. Or and count then of it's ten. like four, four and a half, <laughs> four and three quarters. Like you don't want to do anything yeah. about this. But I do think it's a difference when you're like, honestly hoping that your child makes a different decision without like specifically saying like I'm going to count, but like, Hey, 
think before you make that mm. choice. Mm-hmm. You know, even just saying that, think before you make that choice. And then you have to follow through with whatever. Yeah. Sometimes, especially young kids, where um, the, um, the impact of discipline from zero to three is huge. Mm-hmm. Almost like if you miss that window, you got an uphill battle for a yep. long time. Yep. Um, but they're so cute and, you know, I, I love them and I want, you know, I don't want them to associate me with bad things because you're having these bonding moments. Let me read uh, a proverb from, uh, it says Proverbs twenty two fifteen. It says, folly is bound up in the heart of the child, but the rod of discipline will drive it far away. Your kid, and you should know this, as cute as your kids are, they're sinners. And <laughs> at a two-year-old's not going to come to the best conclusion on their own. They need help and they need mm-hmm. instruction. So one of the things I just tell parents is embrace it. It's, mm-hmm. They need it. And if you don't give it, especially in those early years, um, it's going to be an uphill battle. Yeah, and what I think with uh, you were <laughs> talking about... Um, the proverb? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just that, like, they, that is a, like, and that is a necessity that you need to provide yeah. for your kids. You, <laughs> you know? Look at your kid and say, folly is bound up in you. Like, I just, that's a biblical truth. Yeah, and that, and I think sometimes parents get frustrated when you may ask them, like, why did you do that? And they're like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> and really, in all honesty, sometimes they may actually be, being honest mm. it's like i just did it yeah. right and it, i think it's my job as a parent uh, i got my train of thought back um <laughs> it's my thought or my my job as a parent to help you understand why you did that mm. right so i like hey i'm gonna my job is to help you understand sin yeah understand your own heart and like what can come from it and to like help you see jesus in it For like sure. that's as a christian parent to to walk them through yeah. that and not see that as like a as like an antagonistic thing mm-hmm. primarily sometimes sure. kids are just <laughs> turds but <laughs> and they need discipline yeah it, and sometimes there's this fear of like I'm gonna scar my kid if I now if you're abusive certainly you got problems mm-hmm. but discipline and even forms of physical discipline don't lump that all in with. De- abuse. Proverbs 23, he says, do not withhold discipline from a child for if you punish them with the rod, they will not die. (laughs) Punish them with the rod and save them from death. Like there's a sense of, hey, you're not going to, you're not going to kill your kid here. But if you don't discipline, you are going to scar them in in ways that, you know, may not be physically evident, but are Mm -hmm. emotionally and behavioral evident as they get older. Other profound points of wisdom. I'm just jumping in all the time. I'm sorry. You guys spill your wisdom. <laughs> um, probably something that I have learned is don't accuse either. Like, oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so That's the podcast right here in parenting. Just Garrett sound by, oh, it's so hard. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking about like the things that uh, like I have learned, but like like, don't accuse, be quick to apologize when mm. I am wrong. Mm. Yeah. Um, and also, one thing that I am, like, very, like, I am conscious that I'm doing it now, but I would always be like, I'm sorry, but, like, if I 
like they were doing something and they provoked me. Mm-hmm. And so then I'm like, I'm, I'm sorry for yelling, but I wouldn't have yelled if you wouldn't have been doing, you know, like I would get into that. And it's like, no, I need to let my ask for forgiveness. And then maybe at a, like a little bit later of a time, just say, Hey, but what you were doing was still not okay. Mm -hmm. And so let's, let's talk about that and deal with that separately instead of doing the, I just feel like it's not a sincere um, apology mm-hmm. um, and not out of humility of like, hey, I shouldn't have done that. Can you please forgive me? And then later on, like, we should not have been running around screaming at the top of our lungs mm-hmm. while everybody was trying to nap or, you know, stuff like that. Mm. And one of the best things that we can do as parents is to, to model those things, mm. right? Model, like, humility, model that sense of like uh, I was wrong Mm. I'm also a sinner so lest you think that I'm like just coming after you like I'm also a sinner I struggle with the same things that you struggle with right and like just they just manifest themselves a little bit differently I need Jesus too and like we're in this together but like I'm I'm here to help you along because I'm further along Mm. right and I think that's that's a helpful thing there is there's a sense where you do wear uh yeah different hats in your sense of like okay i i've been put in a position to raise you and discipline you and raise you in the instructions of the lord so i'm your parent on one hand uh on another hand i'm a fellow sinner struggler in this world if your kids become christians it's another hat it's like you're also my brother or sister in christ and you know, or my, my son and daughter, like there's different hats that you wear in those situations. Well, and to not be, not be surprised necessarily by your kids Mm. as well. Like I'm like, we shouldn't be surprised that our kids, uh, like push back on our discipline when we push back on the discipline of God on our our lives. And like, we should expect that. (laughs) And, uh, and then, but when we do that, God treats us with grace and we just tend to lash out. Yeah. <laughs> right. So I think that's where like really taking our cues on parenting of like, how does God treat us? Mm-hmm. Right. I, and um, yeah, I think that's a, and when they're that young, when you talked about even just brain development, there's certain ages you can't reason or logic or no. explain something. Right. You just need to lay a foundation of obedience that later you build upon as they Mm -hmm. get older. But if you don't lay that foundation and you're just trying to like reason with your Mm -hmm. two year old, it's like, it's not going to happen. You're going to build a house on sand. And when they turn seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, it's sinking. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's do the hard work early. You mentioned earlier, like sometimes the trap parents fall into is I just want to be my kid's friend. And I would say, that's a good aspiration that someday we would be mm-hmm. friends as adults. Like right now with a 19-year-old, a 16-year-old, like we love spending time with them. They're, they're friends. Mm-hmm. But you got to do the hard work of discipline early to enjoy friendship with your kids later. If you try to be friends with your three-year-old, I'm going to say you need better friends. <laughs> yes, <Yeah. laughs> mm-hmm. not, That's not the time. Um, be be a parent, and if you do the hard work early, you'll, you'll enjoy friendship with your kids later, which is a it's a blessing. 
Well, I, I, I keep thinking too of like just the like social media world that we live in. I do think sometimes we can have a skewed perspective of what what our kids are to us, um, and can they can kind of almost be um, feel like hey, they're almost like a a living doll almost mm. if you will um that sense of hey like they are a projection of me mm. right and so um i think we we try to we try to sugarcoat those things and try to gloss over things because we think actually it, it really does reflect us mm. um and to some extent it it does but you're gonna see the fruit of that later down the road as opposed to at that time when it really should have just been a focus on hey first time obedience i mean it's that's not a that's not a hard thing, uh, but it's so hard. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I would say it's it's simple but not easy. Yeah. Um, I think especially that's why I feel like God has us start out little, because <laughs> it's like, hey, you we can gradually progress there, and I'm not like I'm not given life at an at an yeah. eighteen at an eighteen year old where it's like I've got my own will and my own desires and my own things that I, that I want to do. And, um, but like I've, it's a blessing that they start young yeah. and we can walk through those stages together with them. For sure. So. so guys in closing here, what's one word of encouragement or practical advice when it comes to discipline that you'd want to leave parents with that are listening? I think one quote that Carly and I always talk about uh, GK Chesterton said, the most extraordinary thing in the world is two ordinary parents raising their ordinary kids. Mm. Um, and I, th- that's, I think that's always kind of stuck with me because I think in a world that, um, that just screams be, be extraordinary that like the normal things of life, which I lump like discipline into those, into mm. that thing. Um, I think can sometimes be side skirted for like mm. for the extraordinary life, right? The, all the things that we're doing um, and it, you actually don't end up spending enough time with your kids to really see their flaws in some ways. Um, and that like that quantity or that quality time that you want, that you say you want actually ends up being a function more of their, of quantity time. Mm-hmm. Like we always want that like profound conversation with our kids. Right. But it doesn't really happen unless I'm just there. Yeah. Oh, you're going to get me on my Walter Mitty rant. <laughs> I love Secret Life of Walter Mitty. It's a movie. But it just, yeah, sometimes we're wanting this extravagant, it's got to be a deep conversation with my kids. It's got to be this great experience with my kids instead of just the beautifulness of just everyday mm-hmm. simple faithfulness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and that's something that, like, I would say out of just functionality because we have so many kids, like, going places and lavish trips like not that those are wrong but like they're very expensive and we just can't afford to do it and don't try to put our money towards that so it's just like we I think it's overlooked of um just giving your kids like a stable Mm. like ordinary life like our if you came over to our house there's nothing extraordinary about it um it's very just like kind of mundane um our day-to-day life but like I love that Mm -hmm. and I I hope and I pray that like when our kids get older that they would see what a gift that was to them of just even like there's less 
distractions, less places to go for them. So they play outside. They talk to each other. They hang out. They play board games. I mean, they do fight, but, you know, just those things. Um, I would say the same thing about our house, except if you did come over during a family dance party, it's pretty extraordinary. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so That's fair. There's That's glimpses fair. of extraordinary in our house. One, I, I think one last thing that I was thinking um, was, uh, yeah. well, there's so that. Hard. It's hard. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, guys, parenting is hard. So hard. It's just the soundbite. I'm just, that's just <laughs> so hard. <laughs> it's so hard. Uh, we stayed at, at a pretty 30,000 foot level when it comes to discipline and principles. And this is issue that you probably want to get practical with. Like, how do I do this? What does it look like? I would encourage you don't parent in private or parent alone. Like you're in a connection group or community, talk with other brothers and sisters in Christ, be open with how you discipline your struggles in it. Uh, sharpen each other in that as a church we want to be a help to you so if you're just feeling like my kid's out of control I I can't uh, I can't get my kid to behave we want to help you reach out to to one of us uh, here at Veritas and we'd love to come alongside and pray with you encourage you uh, get practical in any way that we can hopefully this podcast in this series is helpful in this journey because uh, the most important thing in raising kids is not just functioning adults, but disciples. And that's what we want to see. We love you. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Veritas Equipping Podcast. If you have any questions you would like us to address or ideas on how we can serve you better, please reach out to us by email at info at veritascr.church and put podcast in the subject line.